Hello to all our listeners. Today we will be studying chapter six of Ilkhot Ishut. This is a very important chapter and has some um, very relevant information for the rest of the, for many other subjects in Halakha. So this chapter and the next both deal with the conditions that are decisive in regard to the validity of Kedushin and the validity of other um deals or transactions that are conditioned. In this chapter, we will list four things that need to be in every condition in order for it to be considered a valid condition. It's very interesting, and we will see um, more of that in this chapter. So, Halakha Aleph. Somebody who makes kiddushin to a woman on a condition, with a condition, we will see what in, in this chapter later on he's going to specify how the conditions work and in the next chapter. If the condition happened, in other words, the condition was fulfilled, then she is mekudeshet. However, if the condition was not fulfilled, then she is not mekudeshet. Ben Whether the condition was from the part from the part of the man or on the part of the woman. Any tenai in the world, any condition in the world, whether regarding kiddushin or gerushin, which is um, divorce, divorcing, or mekahomemkar, just regular buying and selling, or any other laws, monetary laws, the condition must have in it four elements. And we will see them right now. These are very important. As I said in the beginning of the chapter, these elements are important for the rest, for many other halachic issues. And um, this is an integral a very in an integral chapter to the Mishneh Torah. And these are the four things of every that every condition must, must hold, the four elements that every condition must hold to be considered a valid condition. So the first one is that it is a double condition. We will and, and Harambam will explain. So Haramam is now going to list these four things and he'll explain them in a later halakha. So it has to be a double condition. And that the positive aspect of the condition is before the negating, the negative aspect of the condition. And that the condition itself is mentioned before the action or transaction. And that the condition is a condition that is fulfillable. That may happen. And if the condition that was made is missing one of these four elements, then the condition is therefore an invalid condition. And it is as though there is no condition at all. And whatever transaction was made on that specific condition is made without the condition and is made on the spot. So, for example, if there was a condition saying, if you give me a hundred, if I, when I give you $200 in a month, in the, if I give you $200 in the next month, um, you will be Mekudesha to me. And he doesn't have one of these four elements in his condition, then she is Mekudesha on the spot. Even though he made a condition um, regarding some sort of, with, in some sort of time frame, nevertheless, she is Mekudesha on the spot at that very time. <laughs> Halakha Gimel. 
kesad. Haramam is not going to specify the four elements which are needed to make a condition valid. And in the next chapter, he will speak about the different types of condition. That is also a very important chapter. In order to understand this chapter, the next chapter is important to study as well. So kesad. Ha'omen la'isha, im titani li matayim zuz, are ad mekudeshet li bedinar zeh. V'im no titani li, lo tehi mekudeshet. V'achar shehitna tenai zeh, nata la hadinar adeh tenai kayam, v'arizo mekudeshet al tenai. So now Hanabam is going to explain what we meant by tenai kaful, the double condition. So somebody who tells a woman, if you give me 200 coins, then you will be mekudeshet to me on this dinar, on this coin. However, if you do not give me the 200 coins, you will not be mekudeshet. And after he makes this condition, only after saying the condition, specifying, he gives her the coin that is to make the, that is to be considered to make the kiddushiman, then the condition is a valid condition. And she's mekudeshet on a condition that she actually gives him the 200 zoos. And if she gives him the 200 zoos, then she's mekudeshet, and if not, she's not mekudeshet. However, halakha dalit. Abal, imaman laha, hariat mekudeshet li bedinar zeh. Benatana dinar, okay, one second, I'm just gonna take a step back. What we saw in halakha gimel was a, the doubling that must be done in the condition. He says, if A happens, then B. However, if A doesn't happen, then B isn't going to, then, uh, then the transaction won't take place. Okay, so again, if A happens, I'm using A as like an, an algebraic term, just, uh, you know, whatever happens, then, the then our transaction will happen. However, if it doesn't happen, then the transaction won't happen. You see, first I put the positive if it happens, then after that you must specify what happens if it doesn't happen. Even though it's supposedly like a tautological, um, element in the condition. Nevertheless, this is important and must be in the condition in order to hold the condition a valid condition. And this we learned from Benegadu Benere Uben, um, which is in Parashat Matot, when they asked Moshe Rabbeinu to give them a piece, uh, the um, uh, the east the, the east side of the Jordan River. So they make a double condition like that. They say, if you give, a, if you give us, and if not, etc., and it could be open at, on the spot. However, if he tells the woman that she's mekudeshet on a certain coin, and he gives her the coin, so, so up till now, you would think she's Mekudeshet, but then he stopped. He says, no, one second. It's on condition that if you give me 200 zoos, you'll be Mekudeshet, and if you don't give me 200 zoos, you won't be Mekudeshet. Nevertheless, she is still Mekudeshet on the spot, and the condition is an invalid condition, which has no validity to it. Why? Because he made the condition after doing the transaction. That's very important. So that's what we spoke about in Halakha Bet, as Shehiyeh, the tenai must be, the condition must be specified before the action binding the transaction. And therefore, this condition here is an uh, invalid condition. Even though he really quickly, he gave her the coin for the kedushin, and he immediately told her the condition while he was giving her the coin, nevertheless, 
the, the, the condition is an invalid condition and you must specify the condition before doing the the last um, sealing part of the transaction. And therefore, the woman is immediately considered to be a mikudeshet woman um, and she does not need to give him anything, no 200 zoos in order to, be con- to fulfill whatever condition he said because the condition is an invalid condition. And also, also, if somebody gave, he made a condition, he said, you will be mekudeshet to me if you give me 200 zoos. But he didn't do the doubling to the condition. He didn't double the condition and give it a, negate, uh, um, a negative side. In other words, he didn't, didn't give, um, if he didn't say what, um, uh, if she doesn't fulfill the condition, what will happen? Okay. If he, she doesn't do what he asked her, what will happen? And therefore, the condition is an invalid one. And she's immediately mekudeshet on the spot, and she does not need to give him anything. So the condition here was, you will be mekudeshet to me if, I, if you're giving 200 zoos. Then he gives her the coin, and then he's, and then he doesn't continue the condition. He should have said, what he should have said was, you will be mekudeshet to me if, I, if, I, if you give me 200 zoos. And if you do not give me 200 zoos, you will not be mekudeshet to me. You see, there's that second part of the condition. Also, if he makes a condition, however, he puts the negative part of the condition before the positive part of the condition. For example, he says, if you do not give me 200 Jews, you will not be Mekudesh to me. However, if you give me 200 Jews, you will be Mekudesh to me. So he put the negative part of the condition before the positive part of the condition. The condition is an invalid condition, and that is because he... Um, did what we said. And therefore, the woman that was made kiddushin to under such condition is um, her kiddushin are not held as uh, are held as immediately. Um, the kiddushin are immediately held as kiddushin, and she does not need to fulfill whatever condition was made by the husband, by the man. Also, if the man says, if you go up to the sky or go down to the valley or go down to some underground, then you will be Mikudesha to me on this dinar. And if you do not fulfill that, and if you do not go up to the sky and down to the valley, then you will not be Mikudeshet on um, and then you will not be Mikudesh. It's interesting. So, in, in, of course, in the days of Haram going up to the sky was something which was considered an impossibility. And therefore, um, this Tenai is a Tenai Batel. It's an invalid in, invalid condition. And she is immediately Mikudeshet. So, any condition, so this is the last element, any condition that has no possibility to be fulfilled, that cannot be fulfilled in, you know, in, it's like, it's like saying, if you go to the moon or, or if you go to the planet Pluto, which is an unfulfillable condition at the current time, at current times, then the condition is an invalid condition. Because it's a known thing that she cannot fulfill this condition, she cannot do it, and therefore it's as though 
he is um, just, um, you know, exaggerating with, and, and you know, in humor. Halakhahit. Haray shehitna vidabar shehifshar la'asoto. Ella shehattora aserahoto. Kiron sheamal le'isha, in tocheli chelev redam, haray ad mekudeshet li bedinar zeh. ואם לא תאכלי, לא תהי מקודשת. אם תאכלי בשר חזיר, הרי זה גיתך. ואם לא תאכלי, לא יהיה גט. ואחר שהתנה, נתן הדינר או הגט בידה. הרי התנאי קיים במעבירה ואכילה, תהיה מקודשת או מגורשת. ואם לא אכילה, אינה מקודשת ואינה מגורשת. Now let's say, the person made a condition to the woman, for something that she can do, physically speaking, she can do it. However, it is something that the Torah prescribed against doing. In other words, is the Torah disallowed? For example, like in a, like like for example, like the the husband told the wife that if she eats halev or dam, which are if she eats halev or dam. Um, which are things that are not to be that are completely not allowed to, to be eaten by the Torah. If she does that, then she'll be mikudeshet, and if she doesn't do it, then she won't be mikudeshet. Or he says, if she eats pig, then she'll be, then he. If you eat pig, here is your get. Your uh, get is a um, like a divorce, um, a um, uh, divorce certificate. And if you don't eat pig, then you won't. This this divorce, this certificate will be invalid to you. After he makes this. And after he makes the condition, he gives the woman a, a dinar for the kiddushin, or he gives her the divorce certificate for the for, as a get. Then the condition is a valid condition because this is something she can do. And if she does go against the Torah and do this thing against the Torah, like she eats the hell of her dam shalom, or she eats pig, then she is mikudeshet or or divorced. And if she didn't eat it, then she's not mikudeshet. And not divorced, and the divorce papers are not considered valid. Because we don't say, oh, but look, he did something against the Torah, he made the condition to do something against the Torah, and, and you know, why, why should we make this condition a valid condition? No, because she has to do whatever she wants to do, including transgressing scriptural, scriptural law. And therefore, if she has, if she transgressed the scriptural law, then the conditions will be fulfilled, and whatever was um, put in the conditions um, will be binding to the woman. And now, according to the halakha, all monetary obligations mentioned in the Torah are binding when between people. Unless specified by the two parties otherwise. This is not for me. This is from Yohai Makbili's explanation on the halachot. And therefore, if someone's conditions, if someone conditions something monetary, even though it's against the Torah, his condition is still a valid condition. Of course, he nevertheless transgressed scriptural law. So now Haram is asking, so in what case did they say that if somebody makes a tenai, makes a condition on something that is written in the Torah, his condition is invalid unless it's something monetary. For example, Kiron. 
או יפתור עצמו בתנאי מתדבר שחייבה אותו בו תורה, שחייבה אותו בו תורה. For example, somebody made קידושין or גירושין or sold or bought or bought or sold on a condition in which he wants through that condition to give himself something that the Torah did not give him and disallowed for him. Or to, um, uh, you know, make himself not have to do something that the Torah commanded him to do. In this case, we tell him his tenai is batel. His condition is not a condition and your actions have already been, uh, have already been done. And so if it was Kiddushin and he already gave her the coin, then the Kiddushin are valid. And you must do what the Torah specified you to do. And you're not going to be, you know, you're not going to be uncommanded from the command of the Torah. Kesa, how? Sorry. So, for example, somebody makes Kiddushin Tenisha. Now, let me just, um, before saying this halakha, I will say that there's there are three things in which I will, I'm pretty sure we mentioned this previous and earlier in the chapters, and if we didn't, I'm just going to give a little introduction on this halakha. There are three things which, the three basic things which um, a husband has to give his wife, one of them is keset, is called kesut, another is she'er, another is ona. Um, um, uh, one moment. <clears throat> right, so kesut is, uh, she'er is food, kesut is clothing, and ona is um, uh, marital relations. Um, so if he makes in the condition that he will not have to give kesut and she'er, which are monetary things, even though it's against the Torah, his condition is still valid. However, ona, which is not something monetary, but rather it's an action that he must do by scriptural law, he cannot undo, he cannot make in his condition that he doesn't do this, and therefore, um, because the Torah commanded him to do this, and therefore, she is mekudeshet, and he is still hayav in her ona. Now there's a special law of Yifatur in Pashat Kitisera Mirama. Um, there's a law if somebody in the war finds a uh, a woman and has marital relations and has relations with the woman there, he must take her home to his house. Um and um uh, and she must be there a certain amount of time, and then he may marry her. So Somebody, for, let's say somebody makes kiddushin to a yafat to'ar, but on condition that he is mit'amir baha. What is mit'amir baha? Mit'amir baha means that she is not a wife to him, but rather like a, a, a slave to him. And he's not allowed to do that according to scriptural law. Therefore, his condition is not held as a valid condition, but nevertheless, she's still mikudeshet. Because the Torah, um, and I'll, I, I'm just going to specify a little more on wars. This is a special allowance of the Torah made specifically in the time of war that if somebody sees a woman and has marital relations with her, he may marry her afterwards. Um, and he, But this is not 
um, to put it mildly, Hachamim weren't so keen on this. Um, nevertheless, it's mutar. So he may take her to his house, but he may not use her as a slave. Because, And if he makes Kiddushin to her on condition that she will be a slave to him, the Kiddushin are invalid. Um, the, the Kiddushin are valid, but the Tenai is invalid. Halakha Yod Aleph, sorry, this was this is Halakha Yod Aleph. If somebody made a condition for a woman that she will be married to him or she will be divorced from him if she has marital relations with her father or her brother or her own son, which is terrible transgression by the Torah. It's an extreme, extremely, um, extreme transgression, which is Gilui Arayot. And um, so the, 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 uh, the uh, condition is not a valid condition. Why? Because uh, we, oh, we said um, if he makes a condition that she, if she does a certain Avera, then the condition is a valid condition. But this isn't an Avera that she does is an Avera, which also, she partakes in, but they must partake in this abira, and we cannot make an and condition cannot be held valid when it when it holds one of the parties conditioned by the possibility that somebody will do an abira with them. I'll make it a little more clear. In our current case, for the woman to make an abira with her father or brother or son. And by having relations with them, they must conform by having these relations with her. And this is something that is not up to her, is not in her hands. It is not in her hands whether or not they will have these relations with her. And therefore, we don't consider it as though this is a condition that she um, holds in her hands to do or not do to fulfill or not fulfill because there's a very high chance that they will say no to fulfilling this condition with her, and therefore the condition is not a valid condition. Okay, however, if you made a condition that the woman, um, that if the woman, um, that if something happens, then he will marry the woman. For example, that if Mr., that if somebody gives him his, uh, his property, or that somebody marries his daughter to his son, then the condition is held valid because these are things that can happen in reality. And again, the reason the previous halakha, the condition mentioned in the previous halakha was not a valid condition is because although it's something that's possible in reality, it's not something that the, one, the woman um, holds in her hands to fulfill. Because the woman may cause, um, in our current halakha, the person to give his haser, his property to, to the husband, or to, to marry his daughter off to the, the guy's son um, by paying them a lot of money. But to make a person do an abira, the woman cannot do. Or at least so it seems. Yes. 
וכל מקום שאתה שומע שהמקדש על תנאי כך וכך, או הנותן גט על תנאי כך וכך, או המוכר או הנותן על תנאי, תדע שהתנאי יש בו ארבעה דברים אלו שביארנו, כדי שלא נהיה צריכים לפרש אותן בכל מקום ומקום. ואם חסר אחד מהן, אין כאן תנאי. that we said about the Tena'im, that we spoke about conditions, these elements that consider a condition valid or not valid, these four elements that we discussed here, in any place in which you hear that a condition was made in regarding, in regarding a get, a contract of divorce, or a uh, certificate of divorce, or kiddushin, or any uh, monetary transaction that was made on condition, know that these conditions must be held through, um, must be under these, must have these four elements in them to be considered valid conditions. And if they do not have these four elements in them, they are not considered valid conditions. Halakha yodalet. This is an interesting halakha. I wish I was able to delve into it a little more, but um, the, the, given the current, um, uh, uh, you know, place and time, it's not relevant. Halakha yodalet. Yesh mikisat geonim acharonim she'amiru, en adam sarich lichpol tenao, ela begitin vekidushin bilba. There are some of the later Geonim that said, and right? And some of the later Geonim that made Pesach, that a person does not need to double his condition in all conditions, but rather only in conditions regarding Kiddushin and Gittim. However, in, in monetary um, law, he does not need to make, couple his double his condition. שכפילת התנאי עם שאר הארבעה דברים, תנאי בני ראובן ובנגד למדו אותן חכמים. And הרמב״ם says, no, the halacha should not be such. It shouldn't be that the doubling of a condition is only in Gitin and Kiddushin. How come? Because we learn about the doubling of a condition from a condition made by בני ראובן ובנגד in the Torah, which is mentioned in פרשת בתות, החכמים learn this condition from בני ראובן ובני ראובן, אם יעברו בני ראובן ואם לא יעברו. And the condition as made by Benegad and Benere Uben in the Torah is not a condition that has to do with Gitin and Kiddushin. It's a condition having to do with land. And therefore, Harambam says, and it's a very interesting diuk, a very sharp diuk made by Harambam, just by looking at the context of the condition, of the first condition that was made, that we learned from that on the rest of the conditions, the context is not Gitin and Kiddushin. And therefore, we shouldn't hold that a doubling condition should be only be on Gitin and Kiddushin. As, of course, the condition that we learnt the doubling of conditions from is not one of Gitin Kiddushin. And also, Harambam is saying that the way he makes Pesach is the way the earlier Geoni made Pesach, and therefore, it is the right way to make Pesach. And it's, it, this is one of the few places, I mean, Harambam sometimes does mention things about Geonim, but this is one of the few places where he... Um, mentions a mahloket, a, 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 you know, mahloket between the geonim and shows and, and explains why he takes a certain side. Halachat etvav. Hamekadesh al tenai, kishayitkayem atenai, tihiyeh mekudeshet misha'ah shenitkayem atenai, lo misha'ah shenitkadesha. When somebody makes a condition, or when somebody makes a kiddushin on a condition, when the condition is fulfilled, the woman will be mekudeshet, from the time that the condition is fulfilled and not from the time that the uh, condition was made, was said. Kesat. How? If a man tells a woman, 
הרי את מקודשת לי בדינר זה, ואם לא אתן לך, לא תהי מקודשת. ונתן הדינה לידה בניסן, ונתן לה המאתיים זוז שהתנה עמה בתשרי, הרי זו מקודשת בתשרי. לפיכך, אם קדשה שני, שני קודם שהתקיים התנאי של ראשון, הרי זו מקודשת לשני. How? If a man tells a woman in abstract, if I give you 200 coins of gold this year, anytime this year, you will be mekudeshet. And if I don't give you these 200 coins of gold, you will not be mekudeshet. And then he gives her a dinar, one coin, to validate the kiddushin. The kiddushin will only be held valid once the condition is fulfilled. And if he fulfills the condition, for example, two, three months later, the kiddushin will only be held valid from the time when he gave her the 200 coins, not from the time when he gave her the initial binding one coin of the kiddushin. And therefore, there's, there's a big therefore, if somebody else makes kiddushin to this woman before the condition was fulfilled, before the original condition by the other person was, was fulfilled, then this second party, this second man making the kiddushin to the woman, his kiddushin or the kiddushin that hold the woman, and the first person that made the condition loses um, the woman. And such is the deen, such is the law also in, in Gitin, in divorce law, and in other monetary um, uh, law. Um, when the tenai, when the condition is fulfilled, that is when um, the transaction is officially made. הרי את מקודשת לי מעכשיו בדין הזה, אם אתן לך לך מאתיים זוז, ולאחר זמן נתנה המאתיים, הרי זו מקודשת למפרע בשעת הקידושין, אף על פי שלא נעשה התנאי, אלא לאחר זמן מרובה. לפיכך אם קידשה האחר, קודם שיעשה התנאי, אינה מקודשת וכן הדין בגיטין ובממונות. However, the law is such, only if he did not say the law will be different, sorry, I'll rephrase myself, if he said in the condition you, that the transaction is made from now, he says that this transaction will be made from now if the condition will be fulfilled in X time. So if, for example, he gives a woman a dinar, he, he makes a condition to a woman, and in the condition he says, if um, you will be to me on this coin from now if within two months I give you 200 dinarim and then a month and a half later he gives her the 200 dinarim then it is considered as though she was to him from the time they he made the condition and not from the time he gave the 200 dinarim and therefore if somebody makes kiddushin to her from in, in, in the time frame of that month and a half, his, the other person making the Kiddushin, his Kiddushin are invalid because it is considered as though she was already Mekudeshet. And such is, of course, the law in Gitin and in Mamonot. Halachayot Zayin. Kol haomer me'achshav eno salich l'chpol tena'o velo le'akdim ha'tena'i la'ma'ase ele af alpi she'ekdim ha'ma'ase Anybody who adds in the condition 
the words from now, in other words, making it like in the previous halacha, like I described in the previous halacha, does not need to double its condition and does not need to double and does not need to say the condition before making the closing transactive action. But rather, and and even if he even if he um you know does the final final action of the transaction before making the condition, his condition is still valid. However, However, if he makes a condition of, on something that cannot be fulfilled, never the condition is still not a valid condition because it's something that cannot be fulfilled. Also, if he uses the word and we'll see in the next word where exactly is used. Um, literally means um, so, so that, so that, if you use the word so that, it's as though he also said, it's like he says from now, and he does not need to double the tenai or make, make the tenai before the final action of the transaction. Kesad, how in what how am I going to explain what he means by almenat? What what he means by so that? Somebody tells a woman, "You are mekudeshet to me, so on um, so that you give me two hundred zoos, or this is your get, so that you give me matayim zoos." Here, this field is given to you. This um uh, this courtyard is given to you so that you give me two hundred zoos. The condition is a valid condition, and the woman is mekudeshet or or megureshe or divorce, or the person owns the chaser. Vehem yitenu hamatayim zoos. Vehem lo natenu loti yezo mekudeshet velot etgarish zoo velo yizkeze bachaser. However, of course, this is a condition. This is a binding condition, and therefore. If the condition isn't fulfilled, then the deal is undone. The deal is annulled until they fulfill the condition. And even though he did not double his condition, and he said the condition, he, he did the final closing action of the transaction, like signing the deal before giving, before making the condition, and the person held the chaser and then he made the condition. It's still the condition is a valid condition if he says almenat or me'achshav. Because what's interesting here is because when the condition is fulfilled, the transaction is considered to have been made retroactively from the time the transaction was spoken about originally. So again, if he made a transaction, for example, he makes Kiddushin to a woman, and then he says, on condition that you, you will be Mikudesha to me from now on condition that in up to one month you pay me a thousand dollars, and the woman in up to one and the, and the woman two weeks later pays him a thousand dollars, then she's Mikudesha from the Two weeks ago already. And that's why um, uh, the Tenai is still valid. And with this, we finish this very important chapter in the Mishneh Torah. Baruch Adonai Le'olam. Amen.